Hello, podcast friends. I know it's been a little while since you heard from me. I ended up not recording a podcast last week, um, just because it ended up being kind of a crazy time for me. And I've been struggling big time with discouragement the last two weeks. And so I ended up um, cutting myself some slack and not recording a podcast. But I am getting back on the horse and I'm recording one today. So I'm a little unprepared. I don't have any shout outs or any great recommendations to make. Um, Really the only thing I can say is that if you have ever dealt with discouragement um, at any time, if you're human at all, uh, this episode is going to be about getting back on the horse. So um, let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast L-O-V-E. I am Elisa, and I am on a mission to learn the tools to make my life the best, most abundant experience I can have so that I can become a coach and help others who are living below their divinely given potential rise above their circumstances to live an outrageously vibrant existence. I am inviting you to tag along with me on my growth journey as I share what I'm learning my thoughts and experiences, my successes, and even my failures. So the reason I didn't record a podcast last week was um, just a variety of situations in my life that ended up resulting in a whole lot of stress for me. I was actually under so much stress that I ended up getting ill from it and... um, I couldn't work out. And then I ended up moving um, this last week and over the weekend. So there's just been a lot going on and the negative self-talk has been taking me for a ride. It's for me, my experience is that sometimes that negative self-talk can be like a wild horse that just runs away with me and it can be so challenging to try and manage it. Um, just, there's just been a lot of feeling like things are out of control. There's been a lot of changes happening very rapidly. There's a lot of doubt as to whether or not I can actually handle the changes. And with me moving into a new place, it's this amazing gift that's been given to me. But there's also the doubt of, well, what if I can't do this? What if I can't uh, maintain the place? What if I you know, worst case scenario, lose my job and can no longer pay the rent. There was a moment yesterday where I, my body, um, was completely convinced I was going to come to work today and would no longer have a job. And I say my body was convinced because I actually felt it in my body, even though my mind knew it was completely irrational. My body for a moment went into complete panic mode. Um, and I had this feeling of certainty that I was not going to have a job today um, and I was going to lose everything that had just been given to me. So discouragement and anxiety and the, the, the challenge of feeling all these things even when your logical mind knows it's completely irrational is is a real thing. And if you have ever felt this way, I just want you to know that you're not the only one 
And it's just one of those things that we just have to work through. So what I ended up doing yesterday as I was writing my notes down for this episode is I uh, listened again to Dr. Joe Dispenza and he has a lot of videos out on YouTube that are essentially Cliff Notes versions of his books and his longer talks. So I'm going to kind of go through my Cliff Notes of his Cliff Notes. And I think the most important thing to remember is that our emotions are actually the end product of past experiences. We have an experience, it produces emotion, an emotion. So even though the experience itself may be gone, the emotion is still there. So our emotions are constantly something that is coming forward into our future from our past. It's actually kind of trippy and you can really tie your brain up in knots when you think about it, but emotions are the end product of past experiences. And emotions drive our thoughts, and then our thoughts can recreate the emotions. So we have to be careful with our emotions not to allow them to run away with us. Um, And that's why having a feeling or an anxiety or a discouragement and then knowing it's irrational with your mind is not a bad thing. It doesn't make you crazy. It's actually a good thing um, because then you can start talking to your body because your body is living in the past and we don't want to do that. We want to be able to live in the present moment. So when you have those moments, and this is what I had to do, is you feel that overwhelming feeling of discouragement or anxiety or whatever it is, name them. Give them a name. They're asking for attention. Um, And for me, the feelings that I was having was fear, just a lot of fear, a fear of the past repeating itself, A fear of not having enough money, um, just loneliness, uh, a fear that I won't be able to make this all work, I'll continue to struggle, that it will be just like it has always been in the past. So my emotions, which are a product of the past, are causing me to feel fear of the past repeating itself. That's kind of a crazy thing now that I say it out loud, having a fear of the past, Um, When you think about it in those terms, a fear of the past is kind of a crazy thing because what does the past have to do with your present? What does the past have on you that it has the ability to control your present and your future? That's one of those things that we just have to really get a handle on and not let those experiences control us. So... Name those emotions, name those feelings, give them shape, give them form, um, give them expression, and allow them to be what they are without having to hide or suppress or suppress them. Because until we acknowledge them, they are always going to be in the background and under the surface. And we don't want those emotions to have the power to continue to influence our thoughts in the present. It isn't until we name them that we can be aware of how they're influencing our thoughts. Because we don't want our thoughts to be stuck in the past. We don't want our emotions and our body to be stuck in the past. Because then that is exactly how the past ends up repeating itself. And... 
you also want to be able to ask the creative question, what if? That what if question Dr. Joe's research has shown actually causes activity in the frontal lobe of the brain. And that's the creative center of the brain. And it's going to start mining your mind and your experiences for data to back up the blank that's being filled in after the what if. So if you are filling in that blank behind what if with negatives, what if the past repeats itself, then the creative frontal lobe of your brain is automatically going to start mining your memory and your current experience for data to back up that what if, which is crazy because that's how you are unconsciously actually creating those experiences. Um, it's, it's, fascinating and wonderful and wild to me how neuroscience is able to back up and kind of give light to these things that we have often felt so much in the past are completely out of our control. So we want to be able to be in an emotional and mental space where we can ask positive, creative, what if questions. What if fill in the blank, something good happened? Because then we also end up creating a, a mental image of that experience in our brain. What if the past ends up repeating itself? Well, there's an idea, there's an image in your brain, your body remembers what that experience felt like. So you're actually experiencing and feeling that um, before it happens. So the same goes for a positive what if. You can actually experience positive things before they happen, and Dr. Joe says that this is actually how you cause those positive things to happen. You ask the creative what if question, um, your, or your frontal lobe starts to mine the environment around you for data to back that up, and then you end up experiencing it within yourself, and you know, it, the end result is that it you see it happening in your outer world as well. So in dealing with discouragement um, and also always having in the back of my mind all the law of attraction um, information that is out there, the importance of beingness, there's also been this question that I have struggled with for a long time in understanding law of attraction um, is what exactly does it mean to be? And Dr. Joe actually provides a formula, which is great for me because I like things when they're black and white and I can write them down. How you think and how you feel is your being. So when I am discouraged, I am, when I'm feeling those discouraged thoughts, when I am thinking that the past is going to re repeat itself, that is my beingness at that time. My beingness is somebody... Um, who is in the past. My beingness is somebody who repeats the same mistakes over and over again. My beingness is somebody who um, isn't learning or growing or progressing or moving forward. That's my beingness. So in order to create a new reality and have different experiences, we have to change who we are being. And I hope this is helpful for you because it really was helpful for me to be able to have a formula to explain what it means to what beingness is because it is such a huge, uh, it's a, it's a lingo. It's the law of attraction language, um, that is used a lot. It's that word is thrown around a lot. So when we're feeling discouraged, when, um, we're under that stress 
and our frontal lobe is mining the exterior world, exterior world around us for data. It causes to be focused on um, our circumstances and materialism, and it becomes self-perpetuating, and then you're no longer focused on possibility. So just don't allow yourself to give up. It's okay to be discouraged. It's okay to have those down days. And I've learned that I really have to have grace for myself. Um, I've had experience with depression um, in my younger years. And I've learned that even though it can take time, sometimes the fastest way to deal with depression is to just let it be what it is. And, but at the same time, not give up on trying to move forward. So if you can't run, then you walk. And I mean that literally. Um, two weeks ago, um, I was under so much stress that it made me sick. And I went for my jog two days ago, and I literally couldn't do it. So I walked. Um, and I did not feel great after the walk. My body was in so much pain because of the toxins of the stress. But I didn't allow it to stop me. I couldn't run, but I did walk. I didn't record a podcast last week, but I'm recording one now. And so having grace for myself and also remembering what it is that I want, what, what being I want to be, and then continuing to take action, even small actions towards being that person and letting that be enough, letting that be okay and not judging myself too harshly and recognizing that I am successful as long as I keep making steps, um, even small steps, that I am a success. And for today, in the present moment, that's good enough because it's already different from the past. The past is not repeating itself, and I don't have to be afraid of that. So, short podcast today. That's pretty much all I have to say, and I hope that for somebody out there it is encouraging, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me today. I am so thrilled and honored to have you with me on this journey. And I'm excited to keep the conversation going. Send me your thoughts on what we talked about, and maybe I will feature it in the next episode. You can email me at thepodcastlove at gmail.com, or you can send me a voice message on Anchor. The links are in the show notes below. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please share, rate, and review so that others can find the show and join the conversation. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.